Hello, I'm Kenny Smith, and this is The Best Story I've Heard Today, a podcast for news junkies. We know you can't possibly see all of the great content being produced, so we're bringing you a story that you might have otherwise overlooked. Our guests each day tell us about the best story they found. Today, we're pleased to welcome Jonathan Anderson from the USA Today Network, Wisconsin, to the program. Thanks for joining us, Jonathan. Thanks for having me. Tell us about the story you found today, and tell us why the rest of us should go read it as well. Yeah, so um, this is an issue that has national importance. Um, As a journalist, I'm really interested in uh, freedom of information issues. And one thing that always seems to be a challenge uh, in my job and I think in journalist jobs around the country is getting records in a timely way, getting public records in a timely way. Uh, And that certainly uh, is the case in Wisconsin. And it didn't get any better today with a new state Supreme Court ruling. So give us a few of the details, not to to bog everybody down in in Supreme Court minutia, but give us the overview of of this particular case. Yeah, so uh, what happened is the Wisconsin Supreme Court ruled today that uh, a state agency could uh, delay the release of public records about um, public union elections uh, in order to avoid what the court said was a possibility of voter intimidation in those elections, even if there was no actual threat or evidence of voter intimidation. In, in Wisconsin, the public records law typically requires that records be released uh, as soon as practicable and without delay. Other states, there's a hard and fast time timeline, like you know five days or, or two weeks. In Wisconsin, there's a more flexible timeline that just says an agency has to, has to respond as soon as practicable and without delay. And uh, the plaintiffs in this case, the people who sued, were the teachers' union, and they wanted the names of members of the union who had already voted at, at a midpoint uh, in the election, so they could they could reach out to people who hadn't voted and and uh, remind them to vote. Um, and the, the unions have to win a majority of support of their membership in order to um, to be able to to remain the following year. Uh, and if they don't get that support from the entire membership, then um, uh, then the union uh, is not certified. And importantly, if the union or if a member um, does not vote, that effectively becomes uh, a no vote under the under the rules of, of Wisconsin. Anyway, the union said it would not engage in voter intimidation, but it just wanted this information so it could target people who hadn't voted and, again, encourage them to vote. But the majority of the court held um, that uh, ensuring that union elections are properly run overweighed the need for uh, timely release of the records, uh, and so that this was a fundamental right um, to do that without any sort of intimidation or coercion. The conclusion we can draw from this is is that there's a possibility that um, the court um, could make um, further um, changes or further interpretations that would erode uh, the, the standard of response times, and it raises, I think, concerns that the court may be amenable to other factors that could cause uh, a delay in the release of records and certainly undermine access to information in, in Wisconsin. Um, and depending on how other states' uh, open records laws are worded, 
um, if they're worded in a similar way as in Wisconsin, um, could have a relevance or import in those other states as well. How is this playing, do you think, given the public records access part of this larger story. How's this playing in newsrooms in Wisconsin right now? I'm a member of the Wisconsin Freedom of Information Council, and we we just met uh, last month um, for a quarterly meeting. And one of the things we talked about is that it seems all the time we're hearing about really egregious delays in uh, in giving responses to records, um, particularly um, at the local level. Um, The Wisconsin governor had... uh, uh, issued an executive uh, order last year, I think, to try to speed up access to records, uh, access processing to records. But I know, I mean, in some of the records requests I've filed, it has taken, you know, four or five months just to get basic records from some agencies, and that's uh, an extraordinarily long time. This is a union case. I wonder, are there other unions or any public agencies even that are looking at this uh, decision today very closely? I would imagine so. I mean, Part of the issue, part of what's unique about this case in Wisconsin is that there, there was legislation uh, that um, limited the, um, the rights of uh, public unions in the state. But I think, um, in general, it's not just the particular teachers' union that was uh, at play here, that it's all public sector unions that engage in this kind of voting in terms of whether they're going to recertify for another year. Try to break this down a little bit from the casual reader standpoint. What does this mean to me? I, I might not be as invested in it as you are from your freedom of information perspective, from your reporter point of view, but explain that to someone who is not in those same shoes. The reason people should care is that this decision could um, delay the release of records and information that are of public importance or of uh, great news value, that uh, government agencies could cite this decision as a rationale for why they don't have to release something. Uh, And that ultimately means that people are not going to get the news that they should get. People are not going to get the information about what their government is doing and how their tax dollars are being spent uh, as timely or as soon as they should be um, because of today's ruling. Given, Jonathan, various other issues going on in Wisconsin, around the country, really about public access, some things come very quickly, some things come very slowly, some things are held uh, very close to the vest, and and they're not given to reporters in what we would imagine to be a timely basis. There's a lot of public access issues going on around the country. There probably always are. Where does today's ruling in Wisconsin from the Supreme Court rank, do you think, from your perspective as a First Amendment public access watchdog? I think... It ranks high. I'm not sure it would be necessarily the most important thing because ultimately, uh, as we saw in this case, the plaintiffs got the records that they were that they wanted. They just didn't get them as soon as they wanted. So, uh, you know, the primary concern is going to be fundamental access and being able to get the records uh, in the first place. Um, so, I would say that it ranks high. It's maybe not as the most critical or the most important thing. Certainly, there are other challenges that reporters and and others are facing in getting records um, where a a public agency is just uh, outright denying um, release of something uh, that is in the public interest, whether that is concerning, uh, you know, investigations or law enforcement records or misconduct complaints. Certainly, we've seen the last, you know, six months or so with the Me Too movement, 
you know, a lot, there's a lot of scrutiny on public agencies about how they're handling, you know, allegations of sexual impropriety, of harassment, and we've seen a, a varying responses from agencies in Wisconsin and around the country about whether those kinds of records are going to be released and to what extent. So I would say, you know, the most important thing is, is just the bottom line of being able to get access to the record. Um, but this still this still is important because if you get access to a record, but it's not you know it's not news anymore, uh, I think that means that has less of, a, of an impact and less um, of a possibility that you know more people are going to know that news or at least are going to pay attention. You make a great point there, Jonathan. The story we've been talking about is Wisconsin Supreme Court rules state officials can wait to release public records to unions. That was published today in the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, and we'll have links to that story and to Jonathan Anderson uh, below the audio here. Please do check those out. Jonathan Anderson's Twitter account, by the way, is a fantastic resource for issues like this. Jonathan, thank you again for joining us today. Thanks for having me. This is the best story I've heard today. We hope you've enjoyed the show and that you'll share it with others. Thanks for listening. We look forward to sharing stories with you again very soon. I'm Kenny Smith. And here's one other piece of news. You hear the best story I've heard today on our host site, podbean.com, but it is now syndicated and you can search and find it on other sites like Stitcher and Google Play. The best story I've heard today, now on Stitcher and Google Play.